dirt, I miss that dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 I miss that dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Uh, yeah, well, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 20. And we are back live on Throttled Up the Podcast. And exciting night tonight, Matt. Full, full house. We've got a full house and. Um, you know, one of our favorite guests that we've had yeah. on, Devin has been on third or fourth time you've been on here with us, Devin, and you've been on since the beginning with us and we appreciate it. And today you, you brought your grandpa Don with you and Kurt, which we're excited to talk to Kurt. I know he was really pumped up about this interview. Yeah. Heard he was practicing <laughs> beforehand, <laughs> but how are you, Devin? Doing well, man. Doing well. Thank you guys for having us again. I, uh. I enjoyed it. It's always good to come talk to you and Matt. Well, you're always welcome, man. Anytime. You know yeah. that. So Yeah. How's the off season? Where are we at? I know that uh we talked and got a new new ride in, in the, the shop, right? Yeah, man, we've been busy. Uh not only do we, you know, put together our stuff, we work for uh, uh my cousin Kevin uh through the week building his cars. I think we've built like four or five cars this year. So we've been busy. Uh got a new rocket. Uh, new impressive mod so you know everything's coming together uh you know we're running out of time we we got to get some we got a lot of work to do yet but uh you know just looking forward to it uh i think we're gonna have a good year everybody thinks the off season is so long except for you guys getting ready for the next season it's probably too short sometimes isn't it yeah a lot of i mean heck if you wanted to you could race you know all year round with the dome arizona uh world of outlaws starting their season and they have the wild west shootout and oh, yeah. you could race all the time but i need a I, i'm so ocd on everything man i'm a clean freak so i i need all the time i can get to clean everything up but uh yeah off seasons are pretty short uh from what they used to be when i was a kid you know it oh, seemed yeah. like they quit racing after the world 100 weekend and then didn't fire back up until april or so so yeah, yeah it, it has extended like you said you know like, you know, used to, I remember as a kid, you know, Brownstown seemed like after the Jackson, everything just quit. Now, you know, they're pulling it out almost another whole month, you know, with the Fun Fest and everything. So, And with traveling, you know, and I think that, you know, for guys that are that are more regional racers that aren't following Lucas Oil or World of Outlaws every weekend, it, it's a toll to try and travel and be in Arizona and then be in Florida and all the things that they're doing with all of that stuff. And, and the Dome, as great as the Dome is, if you don't have a car, you just want to what up it's pretty tough to go to the dome anymore too i don't see how they do it as far as uh you know getting new equipment established in their in their fleet when they they don't really have no shop time hardly you know you're you're the dome then uh, you got christmas you know family time new year's and then it's time to go to arizona so i mean there's only so much time in a day i mean uh, i don't see how they do it i guess uh 
Loads of money, man. Loads of money. Well, that has to be, what, two or three days just to haul out to Arizona, doesn't it? I mean, I would imagine. I Googled it uh, back when it was going on. I think we was, what, 22, 24 hours, maybe, something like that. So it's a good haul. And, oh, yeah. Uh, man, you just got to gotta have a lot of equipment to go do that. And like I said, hats off to those guys. And you got to really trust the guys that are back at your shop. Because like you said, if you're racing all winter, you're not preparing the new equipment for the next year. So you got to trust some guys that are – they're maybe sitting back at the shop doing things for you too, because I don't know how you'd ever get it done if you're not. Yeah, I, like I said, I I don't know how they do it either, man. Uh, you know, I guess you gotta have a boatload of money. You gotta have, you gotta have a good salary to to pay all these guys. That that's what I was gonna really say. You got the guys on the road with you, then you guys got the guys back at the shop working for you. So you know, it's the quickest way to be a millionaire in racing: start out a billionaire. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's been tried yeah. and true right there yeah. 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 So somebody told me they 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 made uh what was it two hundred thousand racing said they figured they'd lose uh four hundred thousand and they only lost two hundred thousand so they made <laughs> that is that is racing math right there yeah. that's what i laugh all the time when you go up there to the pri show i said someone Someone somewhere in racing's making money. I haven't found them yet, and I haven't pointed to, to them yet. But someone somewhere up here has got some money that they're making in it because it, it's amazing what the equipment costs. But you know, for for the local guys, it gets tougher and tougher every year to keep up with it. But we're blessed to have a lot of guys around here that are still pulling the best things out for the shows that we put on. I tell you what, I'm most excited about is that uh crown vic class <laughs> i think that's going to be awesome uh yeah. you know i i got i actually watched uh i don't know what race it was but it was the fun fest mm -hmm. and they was out there dueling it out and that was exciting as can be man i uh i really enjoyed that so i'm looking forward to that yeah you know we just had on uh chris workman and and you talk about just going back to the roots of racing and you know and and everybody's on the same playing field and getting to go out and race and not investing a ton of money in it it's it's racing in its purest form and it they are just an absolute blast to watch and like i told him last week the relaxed yellow is the greatest thing ever because instead of stopping on the track and the yellow comes out and we got to get them lined back up again they just hammer the gas down spin her around and get her going back straight and hope for the best so it's it, going to be a fun class to watch it gets scary every once in a while with that there's a few for sure. Yeah, I watched that race, and there was a couple close calls when guys <laughs> spin out and try to get it turned around, and here comes another guy, and it was entertaining. I'm looking forward to to watching them. Like I said, it's it's uh, you know cheaper. You know, a lot of guys can get into it, and that's what we need. You know, we need more people getting involved. And oh yeah, you know, and to me, it ain't about speed really. You know, be driving the fastest car. It's just about a competition you know yeah, if we're yeah. all the same speed then let's see who the best driver is you know i agree i agree 100 yeah, percent. and and you know it, like i said to, to chris workman last week as long as you're able to keep it under control and it, it'll still be fun and you'll still have you know a lot of competition and even cars there so so with a new impressive mon and a new rocket plans to run them both all year um you know we'll just see how it goes you know but more than likely do a lot more late model stuff than mod uh, and try to man it's hard to race two cars in a night uh especially just with 
Well, I didn't want to throw it on you, but that is a, a tall order. Yeah, I know. It, it's tough. So, some places it's impossible. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, the turnaround? Like, like Florence. You you can't race two cars at Florence. You just can't do it. You can't get in and out of the pits, and it's a mess. You well, know? how hard is it for you, being the crew guy, you know, yeah. making sure the mod's ready, making sure the late model's ready, and then he comes in for the heat, and you got to start all over again, getting them all ready again. It's a tall order. I mean, I'm constantly, you know, on the car oh, yeah. from one to the other. You know, getting his tires and everything ready. He keeps me pretty busy on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to race them uh, both as much as I can. I, I feel like it makes me better, you know, uh, being versatile and, and racing, being on the racetrack as much as I can. It's just tough as far as crew guys and uh, just the logistics of everything. But, you know, normally probably this season we'll just try to race more late model and modified when we can and, you know, there, there could be weekends where we park the late model and if there's a big mod race going on, uh, go race that. You know, that that's the kind of the good thing about having two cars. If, uh, you know, you got something planned on Friday night and it rains out and, you know, you could grab your modified and shoot to Bloomington or something and race. So that's the luxury of that. So, you know, we'll just wait and see. And you've obviously had success in both, but not only just the logistics of getting in, getting out, getting the cars prepped. As a driver, how, how difficult is it jumping between the two rides on the same night? Uh, it's not that bad, really. Uh, um, the, they drive totally different, but uh, you, you get accustomed to it, I guess. You know, the, um, the, most, the, the biggest issue is just the work part of it. You know, you gotta, you got to wash two cars on Monday. you got to unload and load two cars. Uh, all the tire work. Just the the maintenance work. That's the biggest part. The driving them's the the easier part. That's the fun part. But uh, it's just all the work through the week normally. I know Absolutely. that uh, last year the Bloomquest car, the brake and the clutch was backward. <laughs> so when he get in the modified, the brake was backward from what it was in the Bloomquest car. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh that Bloomquest Bloom <laughs> always puts his clutch and brake in backward. You know. Where his brake, his brake he uses on the way over on the left side. I did the not clutch, know that. The clutch yeah. is in the middle. Yeah. Wow. I kind of yeah. like that too because you know if you think of it on a go kart, your your feet is more spread out, yeah. more right. balanced. You know when you got the brake in the center, your feet's really stacked up on yeah. each other. So I, I I get why he did it. I kind of yeah. liked it. Yeah. Can you guys switch that on the modified? I mean, since you it, you kind of preferred it. Uh, yeah, you, could, you could, I guess, but the, but now the rocket car is back, which oh, yeah. where it's supposed to be, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. I learned something. I had no, no clue, I had that, no that, clue was about that, either. that way. So yeah, and the, the shifter on the the Bloomquest car is down here under your leg, you know, sideways. Sideways. You know, it's not up and down. It's sideways. <laughs> it sticks out sideways. Yeah. Wow. Some weird. Or something else. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that yeah. So a lot of quirks to the Bloomquest car that. I mean, which fits Scott. I mean, yeah. if anybody's going to have quirky things, it'd be Scott. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so kind of coming into the year, and I know we were kind of talking here before we went on air about, you know, schedules and what schedules were out. You know, what are the races you want to look to attack this year? Honestly, yeah. I have no clue. Just, uh, you know, I always tell everybody I go month by month. You know, I'll, I'll look and kind of figure out what I want to do, but I definitely want to race more. Um the threes, fives, tens, uh, you know, maybe the Lucas when they're around. I uh, uh, really like to do a lot of the summer nationals, just uh, more of a regional schedule. I know mm -hmm. Moeller's got some decent races. Uh, Brush Creek's got a World of Outlaw show. Richmond's got a lot of good money paying races. 
um, you know, these cars cost so darn much. Uh, I, I got to go and race where the money is. And Well, you got the Spring 50 at Florence on the 14th yeah, of March. Florence has a lot of good races. Yeah. Um, you know, Brownstown has several big races. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our plan you know I, I really don't have a set in stone schedule that that's the luxury of it if i want to go here i can if i want to go here i can so you know but like i said more of a regional type schedule um obviously uh got to get back to eldora for the for the dream in the world 100 and their other bigger races the johnny appleseed and the earl mm-hmm. Baltz classic and and all that stuff but you know no, no set in stone schedule just uh pick and choose an outlaw type deal um you know the threes to fives to tens, I think, is our wheelhouse. You know, uh, there's a lot of good race car drivers out there and a lot of good equipment. So, it, I mean, it, it ain't going to be easy, but I, I think we're going to have a good shot this year. And isn't it kind of fun playing that outlaw schedule a little bit where maybe people don't know if you're showing up that night, but you get to kind of roll in and play heartbreaker to some of these guys that, that think, you know, this one's in the bag for me, but – we rolled in, and this was the one we chose tonight. It seems like anymore with social media, nothing to see. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Like it used to be when I was a when <laughs> yeah. I was a young and and we would you know you'd go to Brownstown and you'd never know who was going to come. You know yeah. that that was always <laughs> so cool for me as a kid that just didn't know who was going to show up till it's hot lap time. You know, but uh, you know things have changed. That is that's a great point because there's a lot of times I'm sitting in the pits at Brownstown and somebody will say, "Hey, so and so's here," and I'm like, "No, they're not. I've been sitting here at the pit shack the whole time." No, I saw it on Twitter. They're going to be here. And I'm like, yeah. and it'll be five minutes later, they pull in. I'm like, oh, I've been sitting here the whole time. I know their rig's not pulled in yet. So. There, there's no such thing as a secret anymore. That's No. Uh, yeah. So, Don, I want to ask you, you know, obviously you've been in this racing deal for a, for a while now. Long time. How'd you, how'd you get tied up in all this? Well, you know, uh, back years ago, me and my brother, we had a we had a car that uh, that we put together, an old Howe car, and we bought and put it together. And I drove it, and it was just one of them deals where, you know, you, it ended up we 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 didn't see eye to eye, and and I ended up getting my own stuff. And I, honestly, I never was that good a driver. I always I always liked to work on it, and I always was pretty good at setting up cars. But I never was really that good at driving. You know, I mean, I won a few races, won races a lot of places, but I just never, never did feel like I was really, really that good a driver. You know, uh, I, I always laughed. I had a, I had a, uh, a, uh, in, I think it was in '91, '92. I had me and Mason built a, built a Chevelle or a Camaro. Uh, back then they called them Indiana Street Stock. Mm-hmm. We had $2,400 in, I had $2,400 in the car when I built it. I picked up $1,200 worth of sponsors, which back then that was a lot of sponsorship. And we went the first day and, and first weekend and I won $5,000 <laughs> with it at Vernon. I won that spring thaw at Vernon. And, and, it, and, and then a guy came along, two or three, I went to Ponderosa and won a couple of races and a guy came along and bought it and gave me twelve thousand dollars <laughs> you know and i'm thinking man this is good <laughs> this <laughs> this racing business but, is easy yeah <laughs> we, we, we found the guys made money racing yeah <laughs> but you know when Devin got to got to going with me and and we bought we built a a mini stock you know and i could see man he was he was just he was just a driver you know i mean he he could do things that i never seen anybody do before in a 
in a, in a mini stock that was that was just I mean it was like nobody wanted to see him show up you know and and a guy bought the car off of me and then he told me two weeks later he said I think you had more car than or more driver than you did car and I said I tried to tell you that you know <laughs> but and then the modified stuff you know we just we worked hard at it we really did we worked you wouldn't believe how hard we worked at that I mean 80 nights of racing you know I mean it was like I mean we was gone we one time we went six straight nights at five different tracks on Memorial weekend and we won every night six straight nights in a row we stopped at Lawrenceburg on Monday on the way home and won there and I was so tired I couldn't hardly walk I, <laughs> I couldn't hardly go you know and, and it's amazing just like we just talked about with these guys traveling all all off season you even look at you know NASCAR or whatever you want to use, thirty six races with the the biggest budgets you could expect with teams of people doing the work to go and run eighty races in a modified one, with one car is one, wow one car. that's unbelievable yeah yeah we we done well I miss that though that's what made that that really honed me in on on my my skills and my talent that. You know, you was in the seat so much, you know, night in and night out. You know, that's just like anything else. The more you do it, the better you're going to get, oh, you know. And right. That's something that I've we've slacked off on is our, our number of races and uh, that we've ran. And hopefully this year we get back up to, you know, probably not 80, but somewhere up in that range of, you know, at least 65 to 70, I hope. You know, I, I really want to get after it this year. I'm, I'm probably more focused and determined than I have been in a very long time. Uh, you know, I guess you could say I was burnt out. Um, but this year I'm just rejuvenated. Uh, I, I'm ready to go. Uh, we got we got probably some of the best equipment that we've ever had. We we got good stuff, and that's just a, a contribution to a lot of great people. Which we'll get into that with with all the people that help us. But uh, you know, I'm really really want to run a bunch of races again and, and get back to that. Because like I said, that that made everybody better. Not just me. Everybody that was with me at that time. And uh, you know. I, Hopefully we can get back to running a bunch like that. You brought up that burnout, though. I think every career, you know, you get to a burnout stage where you get to have find something that rejuvenates you, you want to go again. And it seems like you found that now. Yeah, I, uh, man, becoming a dad changed my life. Right on. I was going to bring yeah. that up. Yeah. Me too. I, I not to interrupt you. I just saw your picture. Me talking about my five year old in the cart. You had him in the car and said, "We may have a go kart here in the the shop pretty soon." And that was one of the cooler pictures I had seen. Yeah. Uh, he he's changed my life, man. Uh, he he's a little booger, and, and, and he's just loved by so many people, man. He he really is a lucky kid. I mean, he, he's just he, he steals the room every everywhere he goes. You know, uh, we go to church on Sundays, and everybody's on Grayson, and then just he's just changed my life, and uh, I love him to death. I I couldn't imagine life without him now, and he makes he puts things in perspective for me, and. It makes life fun. Like, I, I can't wait to to just – I got so many things in my mind planned that we're going to do, and it, it's 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 awesome. And then he's got the best great-grandpa I could have. I mean, <laughs> he's my grandpa spoils him to death. It's just uh, – That's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> That's, right. yeah. That's what I was getting ready to say. The best thing – one thing better than being a dad is being a grandpa because, you yeah. know, I, I have three grandchildren myself, yeah. and, you know, that's – I loved it when I became a dad, but then when I became a grandpa, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is amazing!" So yeah, uh, becoming a dad was something special, man. Uh, oh yeah, you know, and, and people don't realize it until it happens. And I I try to tell some of my buddies that haven't had kids yet, but 
know, you think you were when you were young and even single or just married or, you know, you, you think that it, whatever you did was exciting, you know, whether it was going to the races or stepping in that bar or whatever. But I said, it's amazing how once you have a kid, there's nothing that excites me more than pulling in and my five-year-old opens that door and's like, Hey, come on, let's go do this or let's go do that. Like nothing compares to those moments. You can't ever. explain it. You can't. It's right there. <laughs> right on. You know, 110%. Yeah, that's part of you you're looking at. Yeah. yeah that's, and uh, man, this kid looks just like me. <laughs> he does. Uh, he's a stinker, man. I, like I said, I can't wait to go go-kart racing. I, I think that's going to be so much fun. And, I, you know, your grandpa talked about the, the talent you had and the ability to drive that he saw in you there from an early age. But I want to ask you, and I've heard you talk before, but with him here, what has he meant to you in your, your driving career? Everything. Without him, I'm not Devin Gilpin. I'm not uh, – who knows? You know, uh, without my grandpa being behind me and supporting me, I, I'm I damn sure ain't a race car driver. I guarantee it. Uh, he, he's, he, you couldn't ask for a better mentor, uh, a better teacher. That's what I always say about people. Uh, well, yeah, Bob Bobby Pierce is going to be good because he's got a great teacher. Yeah. Uh, Devin Moran's going to be good because he's got a good teacher. Uh, you know, uh, he's taught me everything I know. I wouldn't be here without him. And uh, just so thankful and grateful uh, that he's my grandpa. I, I say that over and over, but it's the truth. You know, just like with my son, you know, he, he couldn't ask for a better better grandpa to my son. Uh, you know, I just, we're just all so lucky to have him. And, you know, uh, hopefully we're, we're going to put him in victory lane a lot this year. And is that part of the rejuvenation as well? Not Not bringing up, but in the past you've ran for some other people. Um, and drove for some other people, but being with Grandpa again, you know, with new equipment, is that part of that rejuvenation as well? Some of it, yeah. You know, I just uh, we got we got some stuff to prove. You know, uh, we got good cars, we got good motors, good equipment, great people behind us, and we're we're wanting to go win some races and have fun. I know we can do it. Uh, but you got to work hard. You know, if this was easy, everybody would do it. You know, oh, yeah. you, you got to work hard. You get you got to have good people behind you. You know, if you're not just darn loaded down with money, you you got to work your butt off and 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 get partners. And and luckily, you know, we have great partners that that have joined with us this season. And if it wasn't for them guys, we couldn't do it. You know, we we would we maybe be racing modifieds. You know, but we've got a lot of good people behind us. And uh, you know, they believe in me. They believe in him and and him as a team. I got a great team. Matt Harmon, he couldn't be here tonight, but he, he's, a, he's a big help to us. Without him, you know, we would be one less guy. So we just got a lot of good people. We got something, I wouldn't say something to prove. I, my career could end tomorrow and I'd be happy. I mean, uh, I've been very lucky and blessed when it comes to racing. Uh, I, as a kid, I, I watched the UMP points in Modifieds, watching my dad and grandpa. I never thought I'd win one of them, let alone three, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't change me who I am. That, that you know, that that's being a dad's the way better than winning any kind of race. So, but uh, you know, if it wasn't for this guy, wouldn't be here. We're gonna we're gonna keep our nose to the grindstone and and really work. And you know, I, I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited to to get going and and really see what happens. Let's take a real quick break here for our first round of sponsors, and we'll be right back with the One G team. Don't let your Saturday night go without the excitement and live action at Southern Indiana's premier dirt track, Brownstown Speedway. 
Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6-inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now, and if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint. Schedule them for a time your wife is gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812-592-7899 or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. Legacy Paint and Body is a family-owned auto body paint and repair shop located in Columbus, Indiana. Specializing in collision repairs, insurance claims for collision work, restorations, rust repair, headlight restoration, detailing, and more. If you have any questions about the quality of work they do, check out their Facebook page. Contact them today at 812-799-1344 for a free estimate and tell them your friends at Throttled Up sent you. And we are back here with the 1G team and... uh, Let's just jump right into what we, we were talking about there because, you know. Hey, hang on one second. Uh, Rick Cherry told me to ask Don when the book is coming out. <laughs> he said, you know what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I told him. I, I told him whenever we run, uh, I think it was the, the second or third national title that I was going to write a book. And, uh, and uh, I, I heard about this guy that, that wrote a book just a small pamphlet and on race car setups and stuff and he they he was selling them you know and, and they, they he made a lot of money off of them and i thought well maybe i can bull crap somebody or not i can put some stuff together you know and i told rick i was going to do that but but i never did <laughs> there you go rick we, we don't know when you got to tell that story real quick while rick's watching that what what you always say, you know, most guys were, were driving home from the races and they'll say, oh, I'd like to have that truck. You know? Oh, yeah, I got, I got to tell you. <laughs> we was coming home from Owensboro, Kentucky. And Rick, he'd sitting in the back seat riding along. Never would drive. He wouldn't drive nowhere. <laughs> and I'm driving up through town. And you know how most people see a pickup truck and they'd say, oh, man, I'd love to have that pickup or I'd like to have that Corvette. Well, we passed the furniture store, and Rick said, oh, man, I'd love to have that living room suit right there. <laughs> yeah, that's the story on Rick. You've always got a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I've ever driven by a living or a furniture store and thought, that's what I need right yeah. now. I've never walked through a living room store and thought that. So, Yeah, I have. My wife has taken me to the, the, the furniture store. I will I will fully admit that, but hey, let's talk just a real quick because I know I, I saw you post and we we just were talking about during the commercial break, but just how lucky Ryan Newman was and and I know you were just saying it and it's the same thing we've said. As soon as I watched it happen, and my wife and I were sitting in the kitchen, and I said, I think we just watched Ryan Newman die. I, I just couldn't imagine yeah. that anybody was going to walk away from that. And, if you'd have told me then that in 48 hours he was just going to walk out of the hospital, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah, I wasn't sure on, on you know, on, on, you know, if what had happened, uh, you know, on, on any speculation until I, until the broadcast was ending and I seen Jeff Gordon's face. Yeah. When he started you know, getting I choked up, I thought that was the telltale. But 
unbelievable man and then when you look at all the stuff on facebook today you know the newman bar you know that maybe that saved his life you know he's, he is an engineer with the uh, uh purdue uh, graduated from purdue but man the guy's just so lucky mm-hmm. uh uh, what a spot to get hit at! Uh, just unbelievable. Just uh, just a testament to NASCAR and how safe them cars are. Yeah. Because, you know, it, but it was kind of weird. You know, you they really wasn't given any of this guy's uh, conditions or anything, and then bam, he's walking out. You know, so the whole yeah. Because I even thought even after they came back out and said he was awake when they loaded him, even Monday or Tuesday morning when they said he was awake and talking, I thought my my biggest fear then was. Is he is he paralyzed? Yes, Can he that's move? What I was and and then yeah, then all of a sudden this afternoon I pull it up and he was walking out. Which thank God I'm I'm Absolutely. happy to hear that. And I know Matt said he saw that Newman said he's planning to be back by Talladega, which is that's unreal. I, that, it's crazy. You know, I figured to me. he'd try to sit out. And, See, I haven't seen that. He said he was yeah, coming back. That's by. It's his his intention. I don't know if yeah. it's the doctor's intention, but it's his. I was just kind of curious why he walked out in sock feet though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know if he too. had wounds on his feet that he couldn't wear shoes or something. That's I was curious I, over that. Yeah, I didn't know that reasoning either. Yeah, right. he, you know, somebody went and got him a shirt and, and blue jeans. You know, I was like, why didn't they grab shoes? But you know, that's the only part I couldn't understand. And thinking about you know stuff like that, and not, but you've had some accidents in your past too. Being a father does it change anything about the way you go out and race? I got a job to do, you know, I, I got a job to do. And, and, you know, when my son's old enough to understand, you know, I'll, I'll have to sit down and explain to him, you know, that this is da- anything you do is dangerous, but, uh, you know, racing's dangerous. And this is what I love. Uh, I've always loved it. And, you know, I, I, I uh, understand and accept that responsibility every time I get in the race car, you know, uh, uh, thankfully the, technology and, and all the safeties came a long way you know just like ryan newman uh, that still just blows my mind that, that he's okay and but uh, you know i love it and you know uh, you you always wish for for the best and nothing to happen but you know a- anything's possible but uh you know no I, I i'm ready to get after it now well knowing what the race cars look like now that you get down in you know if you looked at your grandpa's first race car you'd probably think twice like there ain't no way i'm gonna get down you know back then that was the best they had oh, yeah. you know that was you know it, me and kurt was at lunch uh what was it monday or yesterday or whatever and we was talking about all the nascar wrecks uh from the 80s to 90s like uh, when dell earnhardt hooked rusty wallace at talladega yeah and he flips up you know with no full containment seat no uh Hans device uh, it's just crazy them guys oh, yeah. are the true outlaws yes, back then yes. yeah because you you know you're doing the same speed you're doing the same you know the same hits without any of that kind of stuff and that's you know again it's it's the engineering that's went into these cars to get them as safe as they are is just amazing to see what that what that was able to to accomplish as sad as it is to say that's i honestly think that's maybe why it's a decline in the sport because I think people like the entertainment of there is that chance that we could watch somebody get hurt today. I know that's That's crazy to say, but I really think that, you know, that I think that's why fans like sprint car racing, you know, they're going to action packed. You you don't know. I mean, they're unpredictable, you know? Uh, Oh yeah. 
I think you know I, I don't think anybody in NASCAR has passed away since Dale Earnhardt. Thank God. But uh, well, Blaze Alexander passed away after Dale did in the uh, in the Xfinity race. Yeah. There that was at Charlotte, I believe. Yes. Right. Yep. I think Blaze was the last one. Yep. So. Uh, did you auction off that? We team? we done that auction down in uh, Mooresville. I thought so. we did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we done, and we done uh, Kenny Irwin's too in Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a there's a, we done. Kurt, a lot you're of, awful quiet. We done a lot of auctions. Just listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kurt, let's 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 put some hot put you on the hot seat for a little bit. All right. All right. All right. How did you get wrapped up in all this craziness? Well, I've, I've raced for a long time. I raced with Jim Beeman since I was really a kid. And then, what was it, 15 when you come on board down there? And then we traveled a lot in 16, Devin and I did together, and we really got close, and that's when I wanted to start racing with him. I mean, if I've got a chance to do anything, he's sitting right there. Right on. That's a great point. That's my driver right there. How important it is it to have a crew guy that, that's that dedicated and loyal. I mean, right there, it says, that's my driver. Oh, it's it's huge, you know. Uh, he, he's got as uh, much faith in me as I do him, you know. I, I know he's always trying to learn on tires and, and trying to be up on his game and do the best possible job he can. And, uh, you know, I, I know he's always got me, always got my back, uh, uh, good or bad. You know, if, if we get into a darn scuffle and – uh, rub fenders and make people mad and I know he's going to be right behind me so that you know that means a lot but uh, you know he works his butt off and he's very talented at what he does well, I've known Kurt for many many years I'll say if he does it it's going to be done right you know that's the other thing that you have to be confident as a driver you know if, if you knew he took care of it that it's been taken care of absolutely and and, and he harps on us all the time that uh, yeah, we'll be looking at this body panel piece or whatever, and he say, man, that's fine. You guys are way too ain't on way overlook all this crap. Just roll on with it. But that's just how we are. We're yeah. we're, we're perfectionist. I mean, that's that's good. It's but it's good to have you know Grandpa to say let's you know let's not worry about this. Let's focus on well, something else. You know that's that's kind of that's what I told him. I don't know uh, some time back. I you know the thing about it is whenever we pull in the racetrack. I think we got a driver that can drive with anybody there. You know, we he can win races, but and he understands that if something goes wrong, we can probably fix about anything that goes wrong. You know, yeah. and most generally. One time at Brownstown last year in that Bloomquest car, we had a problem with the fuel; it wouldn't run, and and Turk Kurt will testify to this. Me and him and Matt and Devin, we had that thing the fuel cell out of it the pumps <laughs> off of it the filters off of it the lines all off of it and we managed to get that put back together now we didn't get to qualify but we managed to put that back together he could fall on the tail of the heat race yeah. and i think you ended up went second second wow. yeah second. i mean James it's just Wall. like it's just like you know it, we go at it i mean you know it's just and that's the thing there's no pressure man this guy's gonna love me whether we run last or not you know uh that's awesome. Driving for your family or your own ride, your family ride is just there's nothing to compare to it. You know, when you when you drive for other people, I found out it's hard to satisfy people. You know, it's it's hard to make everybody happy at the end of the day. And, and I know win, lose or draw, we're all going home 
buddies and happy. We're going now. Wait a minute. We 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 FaceTimed. We've argued all the way home. Uh, <laughs> but we, on Monday, on Monday, it's okay. My, Once the cars are washed. Yeah. What I've always loved about my grandpa is, uh, we could blow a motor on Saturday, and we're gonna be up Sunday. We're gonna unload it Saturday night. Probably pull it and be if there's a race on Sunday. We're we're gonna go. Right. You know, yeah. we're, we're not we're not gonna have a funeral and and, and grieve over. It. We're we're gonna go. We're we're gonna go racing, and uh, that's what I'm just being back in the family stuff is is I'm just excited, man. Like I said, I haven't been this fired up and excited and just determined and focused and and ready to go to work. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to build my brand and mm-hmm. and and build something for my son someday too. You know. Uh, Maybe with the parts business, maybe with this, maybe with that. But, you know, I, I'm ready to get to work, you know, and uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's a lot of hard work and dedication. I, I've said it. If you want something bad enough, you just work hard and, and you can achieve anything, you know. Well, I think it gives you a special pride when it's your family. You know, there's something more than just what you've accomplished, but what your family's accomplished. You know, I like these shows, you know, these are mine and Dustin's kids, you know, so we got that little extra pride with all these, and, you know, so I, I'm sure, we're, you know, racing with family that same Steve way. Steve Casebolt told me one time, he told me something that stuck with me, and, and the more I thought about it, I was like, man, that guy's right. He said, when you get, normally when you get a ride with somebody, it's a two to maximum three-year deal. And, you know, I, jumping around team to team, it's just comforting knowing that you're racing with people that care about you. Right. That's got your back, that, that, like I said, win, lose, draw, uh, we're, <clears throat> we all love each other. And, and, and you, you couldn't ask for anything different than that, anything better than that. Um, <laughs> I'm just really excited, you know, with this rocket. And, uh, you know, hell, we might break out of the box and struggle for a month. You never know. Yeah, you don't know, but. We're, we're not going to give up. We're not. We're going to work hard at it, and, and we're going to keep digging. And, and uh that's what you got to do, and and I'm just really excited. You know, we got good equipment, ready to, you know, get all my sponsors in victory lane, and and uh, just have some fun too. And I'll just say this, and and to everybody else out there driving, a extremely motivated Devin Gilpin is probably not a good thing for the fields that you're going to come up against. And I know you're too humble to say something like that, but I will say it. When you're motivated and you're fired up and you have this fire to put something in victory lane, I know where that ends up, and it typically ends up in victory lane. Well, thank you, and, and I sure hope so. Uh, you know, there's just been a, a, a lot of hard work. A lot of, a lot of people has, has, you know, helped us that, you know, and have invested a lot of money for us to do this, and I don't want to let them down. Uh, you know, I who knows how, how much longer I got in this deal or me and grandpa's got in this deal. So I, I want to make the most of it now. And, uh, you know, I want to get m- mine and my boys picture made a lot. So there you go. Yeah. You know, uh, growing up in Victor Lane pictures, that's, that's yeah, pretty cool there, you know? Yeah. So. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited, uh, uh, with, with, the the sponsors we have and all the, you know, like I said, a bunch of times, all the equipment we have, I, I think we got all the equipment it takes to, to get it done. Like I said, we might come out of the box and struggle, but uh, I, I'm confident we're going to come out of the box and be fast, too. Uh, That's good. You know, this guy loses sleep at night. You know, he'll <laughs> – I know he does. He 
we'll go racing somewhere on a Saturday or whenever. And so I come in complaining about, you know, it's tight here, loose here, whatever. And, and typical driver yeah, stuff. <laughs> and this guy, man, just lays up at night losing sleep of thinking how he can fix it. And, you know, that's, that's just all you can ask for. And nine times out of ten, he'll fix it. He'll have a solution come the next day. Wow. <laughs> You brought sponsors up several times. You want to, Let, you want to, let's take one more break okay. for our sponsors. We'll come back. I want to talk to Devin about the, the guys that are helping him. And then, you know, Don, I want to go back to – I know you've got your event coming up here in Orleans, the 28th, correct? No. No, I had it. Oh, uh, was it last yeah. weekend? Well, two weeks ago. Two weeks yes. ago. Two weeks well, ago. I'm way behind. That's for, okay. I thought it was the 28th for some reason. No, uh, I, I had it uh, February 1st, to be exact. Well, I'm, and I'll tell you, it was it was it's getting better every year. I don't know why I had the 28th in my mind. I really yeah. thought that's when it was. Yeah. So we'll run our sponsors and come back and talk about yours. Race fans in the Fast Lane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans, as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere 9.99 a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or Brownstown Speedway. But really. Who can choose? So for only $13.99 per month, upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks. The only question I have left for you is, what are you doing? Get over to dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They are your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at 812-953-1261. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt track racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. And we are back here again with the 1G team of Devin Gilpin, Don Fleetwood, and Kurt Gerald. And, Devin, I do want to – I know we've kind of hinted around here about it, but all these partners and sponsors that are helping you guys, you know, get to the track this year and do what you love. So let's give them some love here and give you a chance to shout them out. Uh, there's a lot of new ones here, so I don't want to forget any of them. But first and foremost, my grandfather, for, for having my back and always believing in me. But uh, uh, Rick Robinson at Insultech, without Rick helping us, you know, it wouldn't be possible. Uh, Jason Clarkson Logging. Jason's a huge help. Uh, couldn't do it without him as well. Picked up a new one and, and really looking forward to this pon uh, partnership. Uh, these guys are, are, are great people. And uh, South Central Roofing out of Columbus. Uh, 
you know, really looking forward to, to building a relationship with them. Karen's Vineyard and Winery, my cousin Kevin, for giving me the opportunity in, uh, in the Modified. Uh, RJ Recycling, uh, Freedom Fireworks out of Brownstown. He actually has, Chris has several locations in uh, um, North Vernon, Seymour, Brownstown, Columbus. So looking forward to, to working with Chris and, and having a long relationship as well. Then uh, Lucas Wee Miller, uh, Luke's helping us out, Wee Miller Express, Brown Oil Services, Jamie Deer. Uh, really got to spend a lot of time with him at the, his show and great guy. Can't thank him enough. Um, uh, AFCO, Bassett, Eddie Gilstrap, Bia Headers, impressive race cars, Ride Auto Parts out of North Fern, North Fern. And they, uh, they, they came on board this year and, uh, Kurt Howard's been awesome to work with. Uh, really looking forward to that too. And, uh, Ryan Delph at Delph Communications from our website, uh, AccuForce Spring Smashers. They, uh. Uh, Keith Berner's been awesome to, to deal with and work with. I've probably been more aggravating to him than, <laughs> than anything. But uh, Hoosier Tire, Susanna and Shannon Rush and everybody, Hoosier, man, they just help us out a bunch and, and take care of us. Uh, Jay Neal at BSB, uh, Jay makes awesome bird cages and everything he makes is just top notch. Um, impressive race cars, I think I said that. Uh, just everybody else bell helmets all-star performance fast shafts uh robert and son aluminum steve maynard at earnhardt technologies uh arizona sports shirts tom cat man the list goes on and on and seriously without every blondies. without all them guys blondies blondies mason mm, yeah mason. best we, pizza we a lot of pizza best pizza in jackson county <laughs> there yes. you go buddy. it, it yeah. is i might yeah. make it more than one county i i'm telling you it is some of the best pizza it's, around it's good yeah. Yeah, I couldn't see his darn sticker on there, so that's why I forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Blondie's, uh, Uncle Mace, for, for everything he does, man. I, I I couldn't imagine how much money he's got right there. <laughs> A bunch. There's been several years on him. but uh, Dustin says the same thing. Well, I keep trying to, uh, to just start an ongoing tab, and he always brings me my bill anyway. <laughs> I just keep trying to charge it to somebody else, but it's not happened yet. Um. Yeah, like I said, just everybody, man. If it wasn't for all them people, uh, you know, we're th this isn't no uh, multi-millionaire-funded deal. We got to beg, steal, and borrow to to do what we do, you know. And we got a lot of good partners, and you know, I'm just so thankful. And uh, you know, I, I, we've all worked our butt off to to make that happen. And uh, you know, that's why I'm saying I'm really looking forward to getting going and, and putting all of them in victory lane and making them all proud. And when when you decided to go to, you know, obviously you had the Bloomquist car last year. When you decided to go to Rocket, what drew you to Rocket? Uh, when you look at it, I thought there was two cars to buy, either uh, a Longhorn or a Rocket. And uh, I look at styles and uh, the feedback. Uh, just, uh, man, and that's the thing. Rocket has been awesome to work with. Uh, Kurt Rogers at Rocket, the parts guy. Me and him became buddies now, and uh, anything you need, boom, uh, they're on it, and, and they're they're ready to help you, you know. And uh, Tim Logan at uh, Tim Logan Racing, that was another reason we got it. Tim really took care of us, uh, you know. He really did did us well, and uh, got to thank Tim Logan a lot too, because if it wasn't for him, who knows where we'd have went. So I got to thank him. He helped us a bunch, and. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I thought there was two cars to buy, a Longhorn or a Rocket. And 
you know, we just went with Rocket. Uh, they're both great cars. Uh, they, they, you know, they both win races. So, um, but we decided to go to West Virginia. I've heard a lot of people say their customer service yeah, is like outstanding. Say. You know, it really it is. is. Like, uh, the the guy I go through is Kurt Rogers, and and he and I, like I said, became buddies. And I could text him right now, and he'll come back with anything I need. If I need a part, it's coming. Uh, everything. It's a it's a it's crazy how many cars they build a week, how many they assemble. Uh, it's a factory out there, man, and and they're mass producing them things. I forget what I was told at PRI, and I'm probably gonna get. Was it? Three days, three days from for a full from, complete from tube to complete chassis. I, I think you told me what I tell you four a week. Four a week. Wow. I mean that's just four or five that's a week. that's unbelievable. They're bailing them. Yeah, that is a factory right there. <laughs> that you is, know, yeah, it is. Well, yeah. And yeah. really, uh, when you look at the employees, they don't have as many guys as you would think. Like uh, to be building four late models yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, they do not have as many people as you would think. Is a lot of it automated down there? Then is uh, it? I'm not really sure. Oh, really? I, I don't think so. They 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 may have their all their straight bars like Impressive does laser cut somewhere. Oh, right. wow. could be. I, I I don't know. No, that's the way Jumpers is in in Impressive. All the straight bars are laser cut already somewhere cut else, them. and they bring them in, and they now the the ones they have to use a tubing bender on. That's a different story, but. Well, that's sure. I mean, it helps with reproduction of oh, yeah. a good yeah, chassis everything, when everything's, everything's laser perfect. cut. Yeah. yeah, everything's perfect. But that that rocket car is by far the best built car I've ever saw. I mean, really, really, some it's really a lot easier to work on. Yeah, really need I the Bloomquest car was hard to work on. It really hmm. was. It was just I don't know why, but it was it was about like a car I would have built, you know, that's kind of hard to work on and stuff's in the way. Uh, and, you know. Sometimes Brownstown, we was decent in it, but any other place in that car, we was out to lunch nine times out of 10. We just couldn't get any help, any feedback. Uh, and, and from what I've gathered, and obviously it's the truth that with his cars, they're so, uh, um, I guess you could say different and uh, one off. Yeah. Where There's everything's got to be, because we tried everything, and uh, to our knowledge, I mean, we might not know as much as we think we know because <laughs> we we could get it to roll pretty good at Brownstown, but and and Florence, Florence, there that last night, yeah. me and Kurt got yeah, got but, that uh, one deal going pretty good. For the most part, we everywhere else we struggled. So um, that's why you know having these guys, man, you can at least call and get some sort of information and. And, and get in a direction, have a baseline, somewhere to start at, you know. We was just shooting at the hip and, you know, from the hip and that thing. And there's a lot out there that you can bounce notes off of Yeah, that, yeah that's a, good, a lot that's of people in the pit area than rocket yeah. cars. I'll tell you something else, too. Uh, Scott James kind of made my mind up because he told – he was good in that car of his, and, and he said when we was over at uh, the World Championship – Dirt track. Dirt Portsmouth. He said he, he was really good over there, really good. And, and we was talking to him, and he said, only thing I done was exactly what Rocket told me to do. Really? Exactly. What, and he was, he once he got the Rocket shocks in springs, he was even better. And he told us that. said, I was good, but when I got their stuff, their springs and stuff, and shocks, I was really good, <laughs> you know. My so, thing is, though, if Rocket – everybody would be the same speed at that point. You know, yeah, when yeah. everybody's in rocket and we're all getting the same information, we're all going to be the same speed. I guess that's just when 
I'll have to find that fuel I'm looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and this guy doesn't drive like the next guy. We none drive the same. So that's that's uh that that's what uh you know we're gonna have to work at is is figuring out what I need and what I like in the car. But you know that's the great thing. We can always like like you said, we got a lot of people we can lean on that I'm friends with. That, you know, we can bounce notes and talk with and oh, yeah. you know gather information. And you know another guy you threw out there that um, uh, Steve Maynard at Earnhardt Technologies. You know, we we met Steve through doing the show, and and obviously I'm not buying parts off of him or or any of that. But you talk about a guy that anytime you reach out to, you're going to get a response, you're going to hear back. You know, he he is as tuned in to Indiana dirt track still, even with what he's doing down there, as anybody. He is a great resource for anything you need. Well, like you said, we didn't go to PRI to buy any any parts, but he enjoyed talking to us. Absolutely, you know, it was. That's the thing about having, you know, being hooked up with Steve is, you know, we've, we've really tossed around and thought about, you know, maybe building some modifieds in the future. You know, nothing set in stone, but we're really, you know, debating it. And, you know, having Maynard in your corner, he, he, he can make you anything. You oh, know? Yeah. So that's a big plus. I, I just got off the phone with Steve a little bit ago, and, you know, he, he's really did a great job with Earnhardt Technology and, and all the stuff they make. Man, their parts are second to none, and. Like I said, he, he, he takes care of us, and uh, I just can't thank Steve for, for all he does for us. And, you know, uh, you couldn't ask for a better product. Well, I got to throw this out there because, you know, we I'm sure you've seen we've had our icebreaker bracket that's going on. I was way disappointed in my seating. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, was, it was where the finish was last year is how that got oh, seated. no yeah. wonder. Yeah. 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 So before you get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah the seating was for that where, makes sense yeah. it yeah. was based on finishing order last year that was the only way i could do it fairly because if i would have tried to go and pick them i knew i'd have people mad yeah, we'd, we'd be biased a little bit on <laughs> so there, so so yeah you were uh you i knew you were a sleeper right off the bat when you you came in at that bottom seed but you know i i think you just to throw it out there and again i know you're humble and, and i won't get much out of you but you got to be a favorite, even though I know it's a new car. It's, it's you know, you, you may have some things, but it's still Brownstown. It's still you. There aren't many guys that get around that joint as well as you do. You got to be a favorite coming into the icebreaker. Well, thank you. That's that's uh, that's pretty cool for you to say. But, you know, uh, we're going to try to work the, you know, go test and see what we got. And, uh, you know, I definitely think we can go there and be competitive. Uh you know, it it was the the makeup icebreaker. The uh, they got, they call it that year the Steve Barnett. The Steve Barnett, yeah. You Trinity, know, hell, yeah. I, he he brought it to my attention. He said, "You ran second in the icebreaker," second. and I said, "I ain't never made the icebreaker." Yeah. He's like, "No, you ran." I was like, "Yep, you're right." Yeah. And, you it know, was hell, Jackson we, weekend. Yep, yeah. Tim McCready yeah. won. I ran second. Yeah. So I can race with these guys. You know, just like at the World 100, I can race with these guys. Yes, you can. We got to have all the you know everything's got to be clicking. And with the team I got and the equipment I got, I can win races with these guys. Now, granted, these guys are professionals. You can win on Friday and not make the race on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's how tough these guys are. But, you know, if if everything lines up for us, we can win. Well, you're going to have to include yourself. You're a professional too, man. Yeah. You know, so you can, these guys, I mean, you're part now, of I try guys. to stay humble, man. Yeah, and, but, you, uh, but you are. Yeah. You know. I'm not going to help that because I'm not going to play that humble card for you. But – I am going to warn you. I'm going to give you fair warning here because in and we're going to release some more uh, votes tomorrow for our listeners here. But you are going up in this next round against Jason Jameson, and 
Jason, whoever runs Jason Jameson's Facebook page has blown their votes out of the water. Yeah, so he's, he's got his bracket has got more votes than any other bracket. Like three or four hundred votes at a time. So the DGR people that are listening right now, you gotta pay attention to the Thralled Up Facebook. You gotta get out and vote for Devin. Call you gotta share to this. Vote. You gotta make sure because I'm telling you the Jameson people have averaged about three hundred more votes per round than any other vote. So if you're if you're a Gilpin fan here, you can't let the guy down. He's he needs the votes to keep moving on. Call your third cousin from down in Kentucky and tell him yeah. to get on there and vote. Or you steal know. their password. If you see somebody that's logged into Facebook, <laughs> vote for them. <laughs> Go to the public library. Make sure if they didn't sign out, give a vote to Devin. Whatever we got to do. Yeah, I, I think it was you telling me that, and I thought I heard something on the the Winter Nationals broadcast that Jameson was not with that team anymore no he's not with that team okay it is as you guys i don't even know if he's going to be in a car but with the way they're pumping him that's what yeah yeah. kind of that's what i'm asking yeah after we kind of started it that's what we had heard that yeah he wasn't with that team anymore didn't really know but i mean legitimately they share it and there's a whole group of people that share it every time and he's got a posse man he's got he does he's got a crew (laughs) but uh i know the dgr does too so it depends who you ask (laughs) all these guys get out uh we'll release those tomorrow night again tomorrow night's matchups uh on one side is going to be the number one seed brandon shepherd uh, against the number nine seed, Tim McCready. And this is going to be one heck of a matchup because – Who are you taking? Uh, man, I'll be honest with you right now. I don't know. B-Shep has is, is been on a rail, but Tim McCready down at at, uh, at Speed Weeks, man, he – I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'll take T-Mac. I, Devin just said coin flip, and I think it's a coin flip too. I, think, I don't know which I direction with, I go. With them two guys, a lot of that is decided at the pill drill. Oh, with qualifying, yes. I don't disagree. Where the racetrack's at when you go qualify? Yes, so you gotta you gotta start on the front row and you gotta win a heat race because they're both them guys are. I think McCready's gonna have maybe one of the best years he's had ever. I yeah. mean, because that they're looking really solid. Right, and that yeah. Bilstein car is beautiful looking. Yes, man. it's yes, sharp. It's right. Nice. Either one of those that starts up front can check out really quick and be gone. I was happy to see and impressed with Jimmy Owens. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I'm like, Dustin, Dustin made the comment a couple of weeks ago, the white Jimmy has on that car oh. looks beautiful. I, I mean, that that's – I never thought look. I'd like to see him add white to it, but that looks sharp. Uh, you know, never taking nothing away from Jimmy Owens, but, you know, he'd never won a race at Volusia. Yeah. You know, I, I think you got to give it, uh, you know, a tip of the hat to Cody Mallory, you know, the, yeah. the Scott Bloomquist old crew chief coming yeah. on. He, he switched to Olin's, you know, Olin shock absorbers and – you know, I like Jimmy. He's a great guy, man. You won't meet anybody in the pit oh, yeah. area nicer than him. So it's cool to see him getting, you know, get going and, and get on a little run there. Absolutely. So, again, tomorrow night, B-Shep versus Tim McCready. The second matchup will be Jason Jamison versus Devin Gilpin. So make sure, you DGR people, I'm giving you a call out right now. Get that thing shared. Get those votes in uh, for the Indiana Icebreaker fan favorite bracket presented to you by Throttled Up the Podcast and Dirt to Media. So, Devin, again, man, I just want to say, number one, thank you uh, for coming on. We appreciate it. Don, thank you so much for coming on. Kurt, thank you as well. Um, I had to talk him into it. He was shaking walking in. He's he's shy in front of the camera. I was wondering who was hanging on to the bed of my truck out there, and you were pulling on him. But then once we got him in, he he warmed right up. But, um, you know, and, and I mean this wholeheartedly, Devin and 
from the time we started this, I say this to a lot of guys, but we started this and we didn't know if people would watch, if people would show up, if we'd get drivers that would come out here on a Wednesday night and talk. And, um, you know, as Matt said, you're not, it's not those guys. You're one of those guys. And from the first time we talked to you and said, Hey man, will you come on? You've always been there. I mean, I remember you won the Johnny Appleseed a couple years ago and I text you on the way home from the Johnny Appleseed and said, we need you this Wednesday. And you were like, done, I'm there. So from us, I, I hope you know how much we appreciate you and, and how much we're pulling for you here at Throttled Up as well. Well, I appreciate it. That means a lot. And uh, hell, I like coming out and hanging out and talking <laughs> racing. We don't have yeah. to talk about me. We can just talk about <laughs> racing. You know, uh, I know you guys are race fans and watch it all. So and you're yeah. an open wheel guy and late model all <laughs> racing and NASCAR. And I just love, I just love racing, man. I, oh, yeah. I could talk about any of it. So I enjoy it. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'd be glad to come back anytime. Appreciate it. And Kurt, we will get with you. We'll set up a one-on-one. One-on-one, Gerald. I, I think we just need to make sure his microphone's working. The, right? the, <laughs> the Kurt, the Kurt uh, exclusive. All right. We'll <laughs> you hear his voice? We'll do it. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, here's the deal. Get back with us next week. Um, as uh, Devin just said, I'm an open-wheel guy, and I'm really excited about next week because we will have in-studio confirmed tonight before I went on the show Dave Darlin, the People's Champ, the People's will be Champ. here in studio with us. Uh, very excited to talk to Dave and get Dave in here and um, hear how his time in Florida went and uh, getting back up here in Indiana and getting ready to race. Uh, don't forget also, March 21st at Brownstown Speedway, the Indian Icebreaker. Uh, and then the next weekend, like I've said before, the two biggest opening weekends in, in local dirt track, next weekend all in 25 on Friday night and the No Way Out 40 on Saturday. If you cannot make it to the track, get over to our buddies at Dirt to Media and get a subscription to the live feed. It will be live broadcast. So don't miss any of that stuff. Uh, but make sure, get out to the track of the Indian Icebreaker. Get your Devin Gilpin t-shirt. Make sure you cheer on that 1G as it, uh, as it shows those guys how good he can be. <laughs> Thanks, guys.